Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Max O'Brien, here today with Agnes Drew. It's day 1,347 since we came back on the air. Would you like to tell the listeners the good news, Agnes? Oh boy, would I. Listeners, we got a letter, and it talks about something we talked about on the broadcast. Uh, What would you say, Max, two months ago? Mm, Give or take. You take better notes about what we talk about than I do. I just kind of go with the flow. This is always so exciting when we hear from people reacting to what we say. It really validates us. Makes us feel like we're doing something that matters. Sometimes it takes a while for mail to get to us, but better late than never, right? So let's get to that letter already. Okay. Dear Mercury team, my name is Holly Winters, and I'm writing in regards to your broadcast where you ask the question about whether people would preserve nature everywhere once this is over, or if we would be in such a hurry to get back to normal that we would abandon it and destroy it in our rush back to the world we used to know. I lived for nine years near Grand Teton National Park, and one thing I can tell you is that those mountains stood every day that I was there, unchanging, unmoving. The earth is an amazingly resilient place, and while I agree with you that we should preserve it, I think we have different opinions on why. The beauty of nature is something I think we can agree on, but I don't believe nature should be preserved simply because it's beautiful. Beauty is, after all, famously in the eye of the beholder. Nature should be preserved because it's our home, our habitat. But there's also something more. You've also talked on your broadcast about how the zombies are a force of nature. I agree with this, and we all know how much trouble we're having getting rid of them. Therefore, I'm not certain we would be capable of destroying nature outright and permanently. What we are absolutely capable of doing, however, is destroying our ability to live here. When the air is unbreathable and the water undrinkable, life will find a way to continue, but we won't. So the number one reason to preserve the natural world on this planet is to preserve ourselves. Either we'll be wise and noble enough to deserve to continue being here, or we won't, and it's totally up to us. Keep up the good work. Sincerely, Holly Winters. She's right, you know. What I'd like to know is where she lives now. She didn't mention it. This letter took forever to get to us, almost two months, like we said earlier, so she can't be that close by. Someday I'd love to get a more solid handle on exactly how big our broadcast range is. That would be nice, but... That's not the point. The point is that when the zombie apocalypse is over, we need to make sure we don't turn it into the real, actual apocalypse by rushing back into the destructive habits we had before. You're right. Sorry. Just, uh, I got distracted a little. I think it's an interesting question, though. I mean, we're all pulling together for the most part these days. I've never seen people so cooperative as they have been for the last four years, and I never would have predicted it. It's hard to imagine people going back to that more selfish mindset that we had before we all went through this. You think we were all selfish before? Not every individual, no, but collectively we certainly didn't always have the most forward-thinking attitudes. We, as a worldwide society, always acted like there was no tomorrow, or worse, that it didn't matter what we did, because we could just hope that the next generation would be able to clean it up or fix it. I guess I see that, but I also saw so much good in the world before. It wasn't perfect, but nothing is. I feel like there were enough people who were at least trying to make the world a better place. It just seems unfair to label everybody as selfish. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm just being cynical. 
Anyway, all we can do is do the best we can personally, encourage others to do the same, and then wait and see what actually happens. Yeah, I guess you're right. Anyway, listeners, keep the letters coming. If something we say moves you or interests you, or if you disagree with us or anything at all, please write in. We'd love to hear more from you. Sometimes it gets lonely out here with just the three of us living here. We have neighbors, sure, but we want to hear from you. Definitely. Anyway, we'll be back tomorrow. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Max O'Brien and Agnes Drew. Take care of each other.